0: Create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey everybody. Welcome to Geek Chat. Welcome to Geek Chat. Welcome to Geek Chat. Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey 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 everybody! And hi. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I am your host Desmond, and with me, as always, is my co-host
1: Rich. Yay.
0: Rich, Rich, and we are back um after having a fantastical magical uh one year anniversary last week if you guys are tuning in we uh watched supergirl we did and we had a small little small little party had some people an over. intimate
1: gathering an intimate
0: gathering and then we uh then we spoke to people about what they thought about uh supergirl um, and then I hope you listen to the point five because we really got in depth about about uh, Supergirl and what we thought about it. Yeah. Um. So please, if you have any comments about the new Supergirl show, was it too quirky? Was it too silly? Um, go to the Geek Chat Facebook group and let us know, because, you know, this is one of the most you said it was kind of hokey. hokey and kind of saccharine.
1: I didn't say saccharine. I said hokey. Well, it was we, straight up hoke.
0: But again, I thought it was very good. Again, because it was was, bright, it it was was fun. Yes, it was well done. So I'm looking forward to uh, watching it uh, again tonight. You know, the majority
1: of my customers that have come in and saw it really liked it. They thought it was a good little, um, it was nice to have something bright and fun instead of being so dark and dreary. So they, they liked it,
0: <laughs> pale and tragic. Yes. yes, yes. From from a clue, but again, uh, welcome so, for tuning in to the Geek Chat. Uh, we're here every Monday from six to seven on MixLR, which we are live. If you missed the, if you missed this show, you can always uh, check out the show uh, streaming on SoundCloud and all of our other. Uh, shows that we've done. We are in our third season um of the geek chat again celebrating our one year anniversary but you can go and check all of our stuff out at sound at soundcloud.com. Search the geek chat. Also um uh, this will be posted on SoundCloud tomorrow at uh before two o'clock so definitely stay tuned for that. If you don't like SoundCloud and want to use SoundCloud we are also on a couple of other platforms. You can check always search the geek chat very Uh. important to put the geek chat but we are on itunes we're also on stitcher we are also on tumblr we are on instagram because you're gonna see pictures of me and rich running around because there's a lot of stuff coming up in 2016 so we have to run well not run so much as just you're gonna well you don't really run in the pictures okay good it's gonna be us doing things so we're um, doing
1: things hopefully cool like that new convention
0: Yes, yes, we're going to be posting stuff from the new convention and all kinds of fantastic stuff. Um, so, again, and when we are also on iTunes. Not iTunes. Uh, sorry, YouTube. Uh, so much lead up. We're I No, U- We're, We're on finally YouTube. on the YouTube. Search the Geek Chat uh, YouTuber. You can search my name, Desmond Miller. You can search Rich's name. And you can uh, search... Evil Rich? Uh, Evil Rich. <laughs> and you can search... They're going to do that now. They're going to go type in <laughs> Evil Rich to try to find you. God knows what they'll find on YouTube. But, um, but you can definitely search us on uh on youtube so look what for the happens stuff.
1: on youtube stays on youtube
0: yeah. so in the next in the course of the next couple of uh weeks uh i'm going to be uh uploading all of our old stuff and then this episode will be on youtube as well uh we are also uh planning a bunch of new stuff for the new year as you know we are all we're getting ready to uh go on our uh winter hiatus that's uh we'll, our last show will be uh in uh, towards the end of november we'll let you know more about that but during the break uh we're going to also have uh, some fun stuff that we're going to be doing that way you guys won't be live but we will have content for you guys that way you know you guys don't forget us you know, but we're, we're planning a, a lot of really cool uh uh awesome stuff uh for 2016 so please stay tuned i want to give a special thanks to our sponsors for sponsors club card printing they're the ones that print all of our media if you see a palm card hopefully a poster in the new year we got it done at club card you can check them out at ClubCardPrinting.com here in sunny san francisco rainy san francisco but i san francisco. love it
1: nice and dreary and cool san
0: francisco mm. none of that damn heat also you can check out um uh, terry miller uh she is the one who does all of our fantastical magical music she is our mistress of the mix board everything you hear terry's gonna uh terry did it so <laughs> every musical you hear terry did it so thank you so much again for terry and we want terry to have a bigger role the new year as well yes. so stay tuned um also i want to say thank you to our resident artist gene gelmet of r l RLTPress.com <laughs> R-L-T-press. <laughs> Sorry, I. I I'm, I'm he got sidetracked. I got sidetracked real quick. Start bright shiny
1: ajab syndrome. That's why he got bright shiny uh, object.
0: I did. Uh, someone's bald head walked by. Anyway, Gene <gasps> um, <Yours? Gina> Gilmetz <laughs> at RLTPress.com He is he is our, our featured artist. Uh, he's the one that comes in and. He's uh, our, not our featured. He's our
1: only artist. He's an amazing artist. Yes,
0: he he, re- he pretty much is our only artist. And uh, but all those beautiful pictures of Rich trying to kill me. Thanks, Gene. And also, we're gonna try to get Gene some some higher profile for us next year as well. Yes. I, I wish we could tell you more, about but we what, can't. Wish we could tell you more, but but just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Twenty
1: sixteen is gonna be a huge year for us. Like it we're is. gonna make it. Damn yes. it.
0: So, again, you can check Gene's stuff out at rltpress.com. You can also check out his stuff on the comic book website, uh, Comic Book Resources. He is a featured artist on their column, the, li- uh, the line, It Is Drawn. So, check his stuff out. Also, want to give a special thanks to our biggest sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at...
1: 548 Castro Street, between 18th and 19th, and thank goodness it's not too sunny San Francisco. Stop uh. by... Uh, we're also on the Facebook. Check us out under Whatever Store. And head to our website, whateverstoreonline.com.
0: So, yeah. Um, so, Rich. jeez, I was wondering, with Ooh. all the new number ones coming out from all the various different... Um, Publishers. Yes. So far, what has been your uh, favorite number one? I and mean, what is the number one that you really was just kind of like... You know,
1: well, way to bring it out of the blue.
0: I, I had to give it because I wanted you to I wanted you to just give me your your visceral reaction of which one. Like if you were to say, what's my favorite one? And the one pops into your head, whether you liked it or not. Just what's the one that you're thinking about?
1: It comes out Wednesday.
0: Really? You haven't even read it yet. I read it. Oh, that's no fair. What was it?
1: It's called Citizen Jack. It's a Citizen mix of. Jack. Yes. It's about this guy who a demon has told to run for president.
0: Is this a Marvel or DC? It's Image. <gasps> Sacrilege. It is
1: amazing. It's a horror comedy political book that's a comedy and you're going to read it we're going to review it for next week because I really really enjoyed it you love Prez so let's see if uh, if this book gets you a little love yes it is definitely true life the other book I'm looking forward to coming this Wednesday well there's a bunch of new books coming but Monstrous coming from Image Comics again I
0: saw the art for that and it looks amazing
1: I've read it it is amazing no fair (laughs) it's uh hey you know what Image is smart by letting me read it I ordered higher on both these books because I'm going to sell them because they're great books. It's something that Marvel and DC used to do, but due to other retailers uh, leaking it, they we got you know we lost our privileges. So Image still lets me read some stuff. I'm glad they do. Uh, two Image books coming this week.
0: That's silly. I think that they should just. I, I think that they should let people review the books. Honestly. Well, it
1: makes my decision to order stuff a lot easier cuz I got to tell you, had I read some of these what ifs, I would not have ordered them like I did.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have uh Frank. Frank was just like he was venting his uh dissent. A, of I, a yeah, lot of people were. I had I
1: had a customer come in on Wednesday and he's like, "I wasted money and time with these. What ifs used to be such special books and now it's turned into they're very gimmicky to make money and you know, I'm all for making money, but put some quality into this. Like one of the art, whatever, I don't remember what book it is, but the art was so bad, I made it two pages in, and I was done. That's not how a book should be.
0: Do you remember which book it was?
1: It was one of the what ifs. It was one of in the last couple days. Uh, I think it was The Guardians of the Galaxy one, maybe.
0: Oh, that's even worse. yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, the the for me, the what ifs have kind of lost their luster.
1: One of my favorite what ifs uh, was what if was it the original team had not died? Was one of them. It was early. There was another one about oh, uh,
0: what if they lost. What if X Men lost Inferno?
1: That was that was another good one.
0: Yeah, that one was just fantastic for me. Like I just, I don't know. I I really love those those books in, in particular.
1: When they change, you know, I really feel that the what ifs that Marvel did called Secret War Battle Worlds. All those, those were basically what ifs. They took the original story and put a twist on it, and a lot of them were really good. That's a what if. Not this drivel they're giving us now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree.
0: But so, out of the Marvel or DC ones, I'm about to like? say this oh, okay. week.
1: This week, all of X don't fans. Say
0: this week, what's already come out? What's already come out? Stop teasing. Ah. Right. What, was, what about right. you? What did you like? Hold
1: on. What did I like? Yeah. The
0: one that really stuck out for me that I really enjoyed was um, uh, Uncanny uh, Inhumans. I thought I thought Unha- Un- Uncanny Inhumans was was one of the the better ones to come out because it's weird but I got old school um X-Men vibe from it. I got an old school sort of um it really. I know some people could say that it's like it feels like they're treading old water now because because the Inhumans have taken the role of the of the X Men or the mutants and now they're trying to struggle for their kind of acceptance and 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 um, well acceptance and, and how the mutants now are being pushed to the side. Actually, they have this mpox um, But but I liked I liked how they all came together. I liked the the front story, and I liked the backup story. So I'm really intrigued by that and i think for me personally um it's going to be interesting to see what x-men or is going to bring to the table because the inhumans are really taking their spotlight well we find out this
1: week with our first of the new x books coming out
0: which which x book is coming out this week
1: this week is well we get uncanny 600 finally
0: that's coming out this week. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like eight dollars, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It's probably five ninety nine, most likely.
1: Um, and we're getting. I'm gonna buy it.
0: I'm gonna buy it. I don't care. I'm gonna buy it. But.
1: Oh my god, what are we getting? Hold on. You just keep talking.
0: Is it? Is it? Uh, not Uncanny. Is it the Storm one? Yes.
1: Yeah. It's Extraordinary like... X Men is coming this week. It's
0: called Extraordinary. It's the
1: stupidest, freaking name. Yeah, because yeah,
0: yes. they can't use Uncanny anymore, unfortunately. Well, they
1: are Uncanny X Men comes in. It got delayed now until. Dis- uh, <laughs> January
0: so we I forgot we have three different uncanny and titles.
1: all new got delayed until December
0: well I think that what they're what they're trying to do in my, in my opinion is they're trying to make us uh, love the inhumans well yeah I mean they're, uh, that's one of the things but I also think that if they're gonna drop 600 and if 600 like is met with a really kind of crappy they need that leeway if, if stuff has to be rewritten or something like, like that like the end of secret wars exactly so <laughs> when you would when you posted when you posted in the group that um because uh secret wars was was uh pushed back again again i totally agree with you that at some point they're doing rewrites for whatever reason to do what they need to do i, I know. Don't know i believe it 100 percent So, yeah, so I definitely agree. So um, let's get to some books.
1: But I want to say so far to all the new number ones, the number one that I love the most so far has been that Captain America. Nothing has has reached that level for me. Lots of Uh, things have come close. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to review it today, but the number two kind of let me down. Oh. Yeah.
0: Well, just speak speak just really quickly about about why you think it let you down. It's like it was such. It number told, one was such a powerful, like, uh, not retelling, but just powerful introduction to the character, given given the political climate, and then yes. it just kind of sidestepped it. And then number and two. the
1: number two was told again from a, uh, it's like a flashback. Yeah, but it just for me, the number two didn't hit the mark as high as the number one. Hmm. I'm still gonna read it. I still enjoy the direction this new team is taking. Um, but the number two. The number one for me just hit all the right notes, and the number two was still it was still a good comic. It just didn't hit it. Alrighty. So what about this number one?
0: So we have another new number one that we're talking about. Remember, we do like uh, one of the one of the things that we like to do on the Geek Chat is we like to talk about new comics. There are so many comic books out there that there's literally a new number one almost every week. Really, like I can literally say, literally about that literally because there's, there's literally a new number one every week so the number one that we're going to view today is one of my favorites of the week it's called black magic uh magic is spelled m-a-g-i-c-k that's interesting uh and it's by uh <laughs> interesting. interesting it's so it's 3.99 from image comics Against Black Magic by Greg Rucca, the amazing Greg Rucca, and the artist is Nicola Scott uh, Love amazing um, letter is Jody Wine, and the color assists is uh, Chiara, Chiara, Arena. Chiara Arena.
1: Yep. sorry if we butchered the name
0: yes so I want I want to hear your take on it because her the art style and the colors are so different than, from anything
1: on the shelves right now yeah, yeah. so so I got Sarita early.
0: And you really need to read this in a bright, in a bright light, in a brighter light, because of because of how this kind of sepia tone, how sepia toned the art is.
1: I just want to say I read it early. um, Again, I I read it early, but I read it online, and this is one of the things. I don't want to get uh, flamed over my next statement because you know it's just my opinion. But when I read this on a computer, and then reread it in my hand, the difference is just the colors in Night this day. it is it really is a uh, computer did not do this justice at all mm. the, the computer screen i really enjoyed this i did not mind the the black and white like you said sepia tones at all nicola's art is so clean and crisp
0: actually we were corrected in the in the in the uh, chat room it what was sepia it sepia tone texture thank
1: you sepia tone texture who said that
0: uh sepia tone
1: oh Um, so I just want to say there is color and the color is used in the, the places it's needed the most. And I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those books. Should I spoil it for people? I wonder if the magic that's used is going to be the color in the book. And if it is, I think that's a wonderful. I think it is. It's great. Look
0: at her eyes when she casts the spell. That's what I'm
1: saying. I think it's great. She's in black and white still, but her eyes are, I just. So what is the basis of the story? Basis is a story, and there's a lot of pages for what I'm about to say. A guy a has a kidnapped this group of people all because he wants this one woman. And, of course, this one woman is in a witch She's ritual. A yes. Well, I was being nice. No. In a cult in the woods when she gets a phone call. She I'm just happens. It up and stuff. Yeah. She just happens to be a cop. And for some reason, he wants only her. And he'll kill all these people because he wants to talk to only Well, he her. said
0: that something is in him. Something yep. is forcing him to do this. So I want to know, are these witches good witches? Or do, do, do they walk the sort of like the, 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 the grayscaled textures of life?
1: Well, I'm wondering if that has something <laughs> to do with it, too, considering it's in. Well,
0: because it's a witchcraft and they're all doing like God knows what, like all naked it up in their robes you know uh calling on Sam Haim and all this stuff. So I don't know, you know, it's it, it was very interesting. I was just like eh, what's going on with this? And cuz it we had this sort of it starts off in this very like uh mythological uh magic oriented thing and then it goes into like she's a police officer, she's a detective and like there's these there's these people that want her specifically and and you know they 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 want to destroy her for some reason. It's just there's just a lot of mystery going on and and I You know think greg ruck is a fantastic fantastic uh writer writer. so i so i know that that what's gonna he's gonna take us on this sort of journey well because he does a lot of noir type of stuff you know and i just know this is going to have a lot of um not super heroics but it's going to have like magic and, and sorcery and 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 um i don't know it's just i i just know that we're gonna be in for a in for a ride with those and, love, and then the artist is amazing
1: yeah i love the humor in it too because when she's in this the woods doing whatever she's doing naked with these people um yes they
0: they are wicca and I uh,
1: agree. the her partner says what the hell is that is that incense you smell like a headshot partner and she's like new soap so obviously she's She's gonna be hiding a lot of stuff, and I'm wondering oh, who's yeah, I know gonna know what. Well, because think
0: about it, people, unless she's
1: like Supergirl and she just decides to well, tell like, everyone.
0: Well, like because people, like people, you know, burned witches, and this is what's going on. You know, yeah. I think people are gonna be, you know, yeah, we did so well. The, it was during the equinox. I mean, who knows? This is some probably someplace near in Massachusetts, <laughs> Salem. Who knows? You know, we um we but again sold the out. art is amazing. Yeah,
1: we sold out and we ordered more Woo! because. We it was such a good book. I'm like, look, you need to buy this. Um, very good number one. I think that was a one of the number ones this week that I really enjoyed. Another number one I get, enjoyed. Oh, and you get a ahead. lot
0: for you get a lot for 3.99 too. You get a
1: lot, you know, and including a backup story yeah, that he wrote. Yeah, the backup
0: story with the prose, and then saying a little bit about a little bit about her history. It's just there's still a lot of book here. You know, just a lot of book here. So you definitely should pick it up. Yep. So what's another book that you liked, Rich? So. I just want to
1: talk real quick about a Marvel book they put out, uh, The Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. number one. To fight monsters of the world, it takes the monsters of the night. And this book is about Marvel monsters. And it was really good. I'm going to make you read the number one so you can tell me what you think. Uh, Frank Barbary wrote it. Art was by Brent Schoonover. Uh, Nick Philardi Was the color art and VC's Joe Karamanga did the lettering? Oh my god, I'm butchering all these names today. And we
0: say his name like every week too. It's really funny. Um,
1: We love you, Joe. It was, it was a good number one. My only complaint. And it has to do with the art again is I wanted a little more horror aspect to these creatures of the night. I mean, you have a amphibian, you've got zombies. Do you
0: think they could go? You've got a werewolf.
1: They have enough artists on their rousters that they could get an artist to fit the art.
0: No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. So you're talking about the style of the art or the or the actual tone of the book.
1: The tone is dark. I mean, there's there's zombies. There's so there's a horror element yes, to
0: the. To, but, to, okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I I'm wasn't sorry. sure if it was both.
1: They need no. There's a horror element that's really good. The art, need, it, the art's too cartoony for me. Because you've got man thing, and you've got you know all these monsters in this book, and they all look like there's the zombie, manphibian, vampire by night, which is a female now. Teen Abomination. I that when I flip through it. Hit Monkey and Man Thing. Um, it's just it, the wrong art. The wrong feel. Uh, the feel of the book doesn't match the art at all. That's my only real complaint. It was a good number one.
0: He, well, was it because it was just like, it was too stocky? It's too
1: cartoony. It's hmm. too cartoony for me. I just don't think this is a case where the the they really needed to look for someone a little more with a darker tone kind of scratchy like uh templesmith or um okay. who else would be a, a good dark artist
0: so it's just a little too stylized then
1: it was too cartoony stylized yeah that was my one complaint
0: what but was the number far, one
1: oh, but, but as far as the story i thought the story was solid because it's all about Dum Dum duggan returned and he's actually he's dead and he, he's downloaded into these lmds and he's got this yeah, I, when
0: I was I flipped through it real quick. I flipped through it and I was like, OK, you know, he's obviously, you know, in a in a vat or they have other dumb, 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 dugins somewhere because you actually see it. Yeah. You know,
1: he's he all in little underwear and he's ready to go. Once one body dies, he goes to the next one.
0: Yeah. And he wakes up and smashes out and he's like, ah. and
1: he considers himself to be a monster after what Nick Fury did to him.
0: Which is, yeah, kind of, yeah.
1: So he's running this team of monsters, and they got Teen Abomination from the Iron Man, Superior Iron Man, do you remember when that was going on? Yeah. And so they have him, they brought in Man-Thing, which is always great, especially off, wasn't he in Weird World?
0: Weird World, yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch of Man-Things, actually.
1: So I'm really interested in the direction of this. I think Marvel needs some horror books. It's a niche that they don't have, really. And this could have been the perfect opportunity to bring superheroes and S.H.I.E.L.D. being the superhero, and these their version of the creature commandos that DC has, and give us a nice horror book, and they copped out on it. You know, Archie comics,
0: Archie's one but of the most the innocent, look. but just the look though. The actual story itself had that element. It was just, it was just the look wasn't. Yeah, it didn't, didn't look right. You. Like okay. you
1: know, Archie has its Archie, and then it has its Archie afterlife, and the Sabrina in both books look like horror books.
0: But that was... And again, that was one of the reasons why... One of the reasons, honestly, why I didn't pick it up is just because the art didn't appeal to me.
1: It was too cartoony. I didn't enjoy it. The story, though, was an A. I would recommend it. Pick it up. See if you liked it. I'm really hoping the art changes. Awesome. What was your number one?
0: Uh, the one that I liked... Um, no. Number one. Well, number one would be... It was silly. I, I took a chance on Squirrel Girl. So, I, so yeah. I don't know. It was... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. It just didn't really... Uh, keep talking and I'll go get the comic real
1: quick. Uh, so, Squirrel Girl, number one.
0: Did you read it? Oh, no. <laughs> I openly
1: admit it. I did not read that. What? I And I'm going to use what my stock... uh My stock statement is, this book is not for me.
0: But I'm going to... It's just... There's this, you know, indie comic style that's been, you know, going around for for a while and... And you know, with, with indie characters, you know, to try to forge, make them into indie darlings, the the, the the biggest one being Batgirl right now. Um yeah, I don't know. Um the art was good. It just seemed like the ramblings of a of a you know, of a of a superhero. I don't know, just something about it just didn't really work for me. It was quirky, she was funny, she had very interesting, you know, stuff to say I just don't know if it's the right book for me. But anyway, it was uh, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, words by Ryan North, art by Eric Hendrickson. Uh, Erica. Erica, thank you. Uh, Trading Card Art by Joe Morris, Colored Art by Rico uh, Rinzi, Letters by VCs Clayton Klaus, thank you. And uh, the cover was by Eric Hendrickson. Erica. Erica, thank you. Erica (laughs) Hendrickson, thank you. Um... But, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it shows her superheroing at the beginning. So we get we get that kind of out of the way. And then it goes on to, like, her life. She's moving in. She has all these other people in her life. You know, she's she's, she's in
1: school. Did you read the series before it?
0: No, I did not. I did not read the series at all. So I came in. Fresh. I, I came in fresh to see what was going on. And she can talk. Like, there's a guy running around with a brain, with her, his brain in a, in a thing. And he's a robot. And. There's just a lot of quirky shit going on in this book. Lot of lot of dialogue, which is not a bad thing by any means. It's just there's a lot of weird stuff going on. I don't know. It, it kinda strikes me as a little bit of um But what Michael uh, Michael Mike, oh, Mike Allard was Michael Allard was doing with like atomic um uh Silver Surfer. No, 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 no. His independent stuff that he was doing. The atomics. The atomics. Yeah, it kinda reminds me of kinda quirkiness like that.
1: So it's funny because Derek brought up um about art ops art ops was mike allred and mike allred also did the ff books that he was doing and that is a also a style um that you either love or hate yeah
0: derek i think derek you you hit it right on the right on the nose with that i mean it's this it's this kind of like quirky marvel comic that is trying to appeal to the indie crowd not to say that the story was bad i just was just like you know okay it wasn't for you but (laughs) <laughs> the thing about it though is is here she's over in, in Avengers. New uh, Avengers New Avengers and it doesn't seem like it's the same person almost. I mean, she's still quirky. She, she's still
1: quirky and she makes jokes and sh- it even, she even says that that's going to be the next book we're going to talk about. Cause I just
0: want to, I want to give my little thoughts about new Avengers. Yeah. Because you wanted me to so I didn't pick up the second issue of new, new Avengers because for whatever reason it just didn't, I wasn't sure like, like the, the, the geo he drawn headed people and just, just the things that the maker is doing evil. Reed Richards is doing, I don't know. Just, it just seemed really, bizarre but not in a good way but i don't know you wanted me to read it and i probably am but you know then and then how like i flipped through it and i and i saw what was going on so i know how how everything is how everything is like resolved at the end i thought that was kind of cool but just i don't know something about it
1: all right so it's new avengers number two from marvel uh al ewing is the writer gerardo sandoval is the artist dono sanchez Almara was the color artist. VCs Joe Caramanga is the letterer. Um, yeah, I lo- I really want to love this book. I'm going to say it right now. I love all the characters in it. I love the artist. I'm not that familiar with the writer. I really, really, really wanted to love this book. And he, we text each other, and I said, did you read it? And he said no, and he asked me what I thought of it. If I liked it, and I was like, maybe... Uh, maybe not I I, I'm having a hard time because the number two when you read the number one and then the number two you go into it and it really needs to to progress the story and hit you over the head and make you want to read it and I read it and it's like the story's over it just it ended real quick the maker there's a couple pages where the maker is doing a brain implant or something two pages I want to love this book and I don't think there's enough right now to keep people coming back because characters cannot be the only reason you read a book. That's why I said maybe because there's there's a lot of great ideas in here that make the book. There's I love how Roberto is running a team from a base. He, you know, he can't go out and do it, which I'm kind of sad because I've always loved Sunspot. He's got uh, Max Brashear from remember ultimates the blue yeah he was his, Marvel. Uh, he was the the, the sun that yeah, was the, the crazy sun who, so the sun went and worked for sunspot which is cool again
0: exactly they're, they're keeping it in with the continuity so I was happy to see him show up I love it I just the don't fact, know if it's I just don't know if it's worth this book is worth it
1: that's my problem I'm having I want to love it so much am I letting that all cloud my judgment there's some great ideas I'm so glad songbird is He's the leader and she used she was the one that you know, um, it was because of her that they saved the day, basically. And yes. I was like, "Love it! I love the the interaction between Squirrel Girl and White Tiger. They're two completely different characters working on a team. They have to kind of like each other. They have to learn to trust each other. So there's a lot of great elements, but I don't know if it's all gelling for me yet. That's mm-hmm. why I said maybe. Um, I, I have high hopes. I'm hoping." You know, it's only issue two, hopefully the writer will, the overarching arc will be better, I don't know. It's hard to tell because it wasn't, we talked about New Avengers number one versus Uncanny Avengers, uh, Uncanny Avengers Avengers number one. And Uncanny Avengers had so much in all those pages that they could go on. There's so many little side tracks that they could do. And in this book for New Avengers, I just feel like it's very one it's just one road and you've got little driveways but you don't exactly have you know other roads to take.
0: Okay so so two questions about that sure. for you before you before you put it away before you change. Uh, especially between between the uh this versus not versus but but against I think it's versus uncanny avengers. So two things. Do you think it's because these are more c-list characters no i i don't i don't
1: believe in a b c d e list i believe that any character is worth whatever the writer's going to put into it i think that even the worst character can be made amazing it's all how the writer and the team takes it i i know
0: okay and second do you think it's the art style see
1: i i'm biased against that because i love This kind of art, I think it's great. I do think that some people are a little too big, but I I can overlook that because some of the stuff in here, the pages, it is, and some of the pages are beautiful. I think there's one panel of Songbird, and I'm like, she's gorgeous. Um, I think the art's going to take a lot of people out of the story, and I think it's going to make people not pick it up. The same as Uncanny Avengers had polarizing art that you either loved it, you're going to hate it, and not pick it up. I mean, art is something big we use our eyes this is a visual medium that we're we're talking about and what i might really like you might not i mean that's the thing people i know people we were talking about mike allred i know people that love his art and they want anything he does and then i know people that look at it and they're like oh it looks like a cartoon you know like a coloring book and that's yeah art is just very polarizing when it comes to that because i love this guy's art
0: yeah, for for me, again, it was just I just wasn't sure if, if, if the book was worth it, especially if if it's going to end, if it's going to end in the second issue. It's like, what what are they building towards? Yeah,
1: I've, it's weird. I understand, you know, um, Chris Claremont used to <laughs> he used to be able to write the Uncanny X-Men and you he'd have like 50 different plot lines going at once. Now, granted, out of that 50, you'd probably get maybe eight resolved. But at least he knew how to keep the interest going. So far in this book, I mean, there's... I don't understand what the... I have no clue what the next issue is. That's, I guess, my problem. Like, I don't... I can't see where it's going. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Who knows? But we'll definitely be talking about the number three.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's, the next book we wanted to talk about is is a indie favorite of both Rich and Eyes, And uh, it is... Uh, Rumble, Rumble. Uh, Issue eight. It's three fifty from Image Comics. Uh, it is a contender of best new series in twenty fifteen. Is that by you? Uh, so just so you guys know, I'm I'm putting out there right now. Uh, one of our last episodes that we're gonna do. Um, in November before we go on our hiatus, is going to be a countdown of our best our best books. Um, of 20 of 2016 Sorry, we're gonna go we're gonna go head-to-head head, see which we're gonna one. go head-to-head head. we're gonna go ahead head. and I think that rich and I are going to post we're gonna post our um, our best books on the geek chat uh, Facebook group and you guys are going to uh, Vote on which ones you liked or disliked or or which ones that you think were were the best and we're gonna see which one of us Has the better list and, all right and then uh, and then we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna talk about what you guys were saying and everything like that because we want to know i, I want to know because there's a there's lot been of been a
1: lot of great books this year There's
0: been a lot of number ones i mean this one birthright um and then we're gonna see i think we're gonna do uh top 10 comics and then we're gonna do uh which of the which publisher has really knocked it out of the park oh
1: come on now that's we know our answer for that already what do you think Come on now, it's got to be image. Yeah,
0: we read more books that I know. we we love. From okay, image. so so just comics, just comics, because we, I don't know, you know, boom, boom with boom, bonks, really, really kind of. But that's the second thing. So stay tuned, okay. stay tuned for the Facebook Geek Chat uh, group because that's where we're gonna start posting this stuff in. But but uh, start putting in your uh, ideas, your ideas as well. But towards the middle of November, uh, middle of November, we're gonna release those lists. And then but what if
1: something good comes out in December?
0: I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> All anyway, right. who so, writes this great book we love? Uh, John Accardi writes this book. I thought it was a cootie. Uh, Arcudi, Arcudi. That's John Arcudi. Arcudi. Okay, uh, they're they're co-creators now, and that's James Heron is the other one. Uh, so, and then the uh, color art is by Dave Stewart, and that is by Chris Ilapulios. And what's what I love about this? Four people. Four people did this book, not including the, the editors and whatnot. But four people. Four people did this book. Amazing so great um one of my favorite books if you're not reading it you should be it's fantastic basic story it's monsters among us that's what it is monsters among us uh, one ho- hopeless slub schleb uh finds out about it and is thrust him and his friend are thrusted into this world of being monsters among us and their best friend is the scarecrow which is which is the the slayer of slayers the slayer of monsters from the old babylonian or in the past or whatnot resurrected in the body of a skeleton and he's trying to make his not way a skeleton a sorry, scarecrow sorry a scarecrow that's and what i'm here for and he's trying to make his way through this world that is completely changed around him because he's no longer like he no longer has his body he no longer has his heart all he has is his sword and these two guys and he's really reconciling with with like, what he's done well not really with his life not really what it's done, but 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 what what can he do now, you know?
1: Well, he knows where to get his body and his heart.
0: But he doesn't know it doesn't know how to do it. Right. You know, he he he's in this frail body. So he's just kinda this like This is not frail. Well <laughs> I mean in this one we get to see how frail it is. All right. So so this is the Halloween episode. And what I have liked about it so far is is this is really taken taken aback to what the 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 normal image style is. Normal image or not style, but normal image kind of like structure. And what you have, uh, you have like maybe five or six issues within your story arc. Then you take a break, and then they collect it, and then you, you you do a stock up on on your issues, and they release it again. This one seems to be different in the fact that it's actually uh, running like a normal or a traditional comic book, in that we had one main arc. Then there's been a series of like much more quieter issues about the lives of these people but it's
1: still an arc it's we're still progressing the story very well
0: yeah it is it is but but doesn't seem like there's one specific thing they are like going well he doesn't
1: write for a trade i don't get the from reading this what i like about it he's not writing for a trade he's writing his story and he's allowing the story to breathe and if if we get a, a quiet issue which was the uh number six or seven um with him dealing with this PS, P, what is it, PTSD that he has in his life, you know, this writer's allowing the story to go. And that I think is another reason why we enjoy it, because this issue had nothing to do with it, it was all about the two little kids which great reveal at the end about these two little kids yes
0: and what he had to do and what happened at the end and what i mean this is like this is what i mean it's like his role is changing it is literally about this this guy whose whose role is changing in his life and it's all about all three of these guys it's about their roles that they were stuck in changing.: Yes,
1: two humans and then wrath yes. the the monster. It
0: is all about their roles changing. Every, actually, everyone in the book, their roles are changing. even the old guy with the six arms and the, and, and the multi-headed lizard, even oh, his role is getting ready.: You to need change. to
1: eat up so we can regrow your heads. That was sad. You know, something in this book was really funny in the beginning with the um, we really don't know the sidekicks name.
0: They call him Jim Bob or Jimbo.
1: Okay. Um, I love that he works in this garage and he's, you know, he's not the brightest, but he's a good man. From what we've read in eight issues, you just know that he's a good guy and, you know, his coworkers give him some flack and I was fine with it. You know, hot date with your boyfriend, huh? Humping all night. Breakfast in the morning. Oh, yeah. It was fun because it it wasn't. I, it, there was no malice to that. It was just fun throwing at a coworker. Yeah,
0: he's a he's a schlub and people and people you know talk about. him, I mean, he always aspires to greatness. See, that's the thing. These are all these people that do not like their 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 lot in life. Yeah, know? but
1: Bobby Bobby doesn't want any of it. He doesn't want to be the hero, whereas Jimbo Jim Bob whatever wants to. Jim Bob like is all about it. Like he was the one with these kids.
0: That's what I mean. They don't. Uh, Bobby doesn't like his role, but he's thrusted into it. Right. Much, much like the. You know. I mean, this is a hero's journey type of tale. I mean, this is exactly what's going on with this. And some are being dragged, kicking and screaming into it. You know, and that's what I love about this book. And and especially the reveal at the end is showing that these people are being forced to grow and to change. Uh when when Bobby had to kill the fire demon at the end of the first arc. It's like and then having the actual show an episode, an actual issue of him dealing with that. Like you don't really you don't really see people dealing with 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 having to do shit like that. No. Nope. Like you don't see that in comic books that much. You know? That's what I like about this book. It it it's showing these like Really human type characters dealing with this crazy ass shit. And what's nice, uh, about so we
1: the arc is not focused on his would be girlfriend, but the writer throws her in for two pages just to show, hey, she's still around. Something's gonna happen with her. This is what they're showing. Yeah,
0: something's gonna happen with her. I don't know, and I I I don't know if it's gonna make if it's gonna make. Bobby have to step up or something's going to happen. Something is going to gonna make happen him the her. hero. Yeah. Something's going to happen with her. And I'm fine with that as a cliche because it, because if, if we know that it is coming, if it, if it helps to the story, like trends in his station, right. You know, but I, at this point, one of my favorite, favorite comments and this, it just keeps getting better. The characters are all likable. The art is amazing. The story is great. It just every, every issue so far has hit its beat. Yep you know and
1: and even the slow issues like
0: even the like the guy with the multi-arms and the multi-headed lizard i totally thought that he was just going to be a stock throwaway character and to have his character keep coming up and just and like something's going to happen with him too
1: and that creature the the girl that with yeah uh, the the multi-headed
0: lizard yeah great book you guys if you're not reading it i really highly suggest you pick it up first trade is out it's only 9.99 you can pick it up at
1: whatever located at 548 castro street
0: and bone chilling. <laughs> it is kind of cold. I love cold, it.
1: Freezing. It's not freezing. It's cold. Uh, so what is the other book that you enjoyed
0: this this week, Rich? I really enjoyed Sinestro. You know, we bitch about DC all that the is time. The, that is the best at, out of all of the DC lantern, books you, oh. lantern. No, there's other DC books that I like, but this is the best out of all the lantern type books. This is really good. Yes. People love to hate a villain.
1: I love a villain. I don't hate him. So this is Sinestro by DC Comics, number 16, it's two ninety dollars is written by Cullen Bunn, pencils by Brad Walker and Ethan Van Siver, inks by Drew Hennessy and Ethan Van Siver. The colorist is Jason Wright, and the letter is Dave Sharp.
0: Just wanna sidetrack real quick about the, the, the controversy that happened with Colin Bunn and why he left Aquaman. We're not uh, gonna we're not gonna talk a lot about it, but no. I'm just saying I just want to comment just a little bit about that. And I s people need to tone that shit down. If you do not like a comic, that does not give you the right to, to send threaten someone's life. Sense, it's fucking combo, people. Calm the fuck down. I'm sorry. It's just it, that is not no you know it does not give you the right to threaten people or anything like that uh, go on twitter Really, nothing go does. on go on facebook go on google google it i just calm down comic book readers you know and, and i hope i know we have a, a limited reach in our scope of people who listen but seriously i know you get passionate we all do get passionate about things but seriously
1: i was shocked you got death threats
0: it is it's unnecessary it's unnecessary and i think that's something if that you don't like
1: the book don't pick it up Exactly. I mean, we have favorite characters we love. I absolutely love Wonder Woman. I have loved Wonder Woman since I was born. I think I popped out swinging a lasso. I love Wonder Woman. Mm. I, you know what? I don't sit and send the new creative team death threats. That's stupid. You know what I don't do? I don't read the book.
0: Exactly. You know, you wait until you you weather the storm and you wait. Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, okay. back to the book. Back to the book because this is a really fantastic book. It is. Um. So
1: our old friend black adam
0: so happy to see him yes me
1: too um sinestro goes to kandak to meet with now i guess they've only known each other for a very short time and that was during forever evil
0: yes uh. when, they, when they all work together remember when Ultraman broke his jaw yeah the the transition of the artwork and it was a bit it was a bit interesting because it, it turned from Walker to Vanceyver, and I was just like, hmm. And they're,
1: they're, one has angles and one is smoother. Yeah, like because- Brad like, Walker has the angles to him. And he
0: draws like, even then gave, like, Sinestro a really long neck. It was very interesting.
1: But both are great artists. Yes, both are really good artists. The art in this was amazing. The story is basically Sinestro wants something that Black Adam has, and at the very end of the book, it comes out and you learn what it is. And I am freaking very excited for the next issue. Um, The story of Sinestro is basically him wanting to be the only peacekeeping colored ring force since the Green Lanterns are gone. We've learned that he is actually exterminating the other colors so that he can be the only one. If they don't want to work with him, he'll exterminate them. The thing that was weird is the last issue didn't leave off with the fate of St. Walker.
0: Of course you can't let you know. We, that's you gotta. that you gotta like. That's a seed planted. You know we have to. We have to let that marinate in the reader's mind. You can't just like give a reveal. What yeah. happened to St. Walker? That's you know,
1: Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, St. Walker. Something's gonna happen to him. Like they're gonna. I, I'm expecting some kind of like speedball malice <laughs> sort of. More sort of shit with the with him, like seriously, he's gonna come back looking all frail and weirded out and stuff, and I That'd just be swear cool. I think this is gonna do some crazy ass like hostile type shit to him.
1: So I love that we learn a little bit more about um Sinestro's past and how Black Adam feels about it. They have opposite views on what an archaeologist is, because before Sinestro became a Green Lantern, he was an archaeologist. And, you know, he liked exploring, to which Black Adam says that an archaeologist is a defiler of secrets. And then they have to fight off these really crazy uh, kind of zombies uh, in this weird underground bunker. And... I have no clue where the last page is going, and that's what I love about comic books.
0: Yeah, the pale, the pale. Do you want to ruin bishops?
1: it? Do we want to tell someone? No,
0: no, no. We just, we just say they, basically what happened was the pale bishops, or what are they? The pale saints. Pale bishop of the pale saints, and I'm like, oh, that that '90s group is coming <laughs> to kill Sinestro. Anyway, uh, just no. dating myself, but anyway, yeah, the pale, the pale bishops are they're basically apathetic they're their apathy and they're coming in to destroy the colored rings and sinestro fought them before and i guess they came to earth i don't know why everything happens on earth but um they came to earth and then black adam fought them off and he they had one of them uh or they had some information that sinestro wanted and that information uh is, is a bit more than they bargained for oh yeah don't want to than... sep- don't want to no. spoil it again but i'm i it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, again, best book out of the ring wielders or uh, the light flingers. What the light brigade. I yeah. don't know, but great book. You guys really should be picking picking it up. I, mean, I wouldn't read any of the other ones because they're really kind of like me, but <laughs> but this is really good. Um, so the so the last two books we're going to talk about are are together. We're going to kind of they're they're separated by by story uh but not in name um for the most part so which one did you want to talk about first rich do you have something
1: nice to say about batman and robin eternal yeah okay then let's talk about that
0: you have anything to say nice about robin
1: (sighs) about robin i've been on the fence about robin and since we talked about it last time
0: well let's let's talk about robin first okay let's
1: talk about robin
0: so it's uh 299 yeah robin son of batman 299 who else would robin be Um, He's got a lot of illegitimate kids running around. I guess, especially on this island. If you read Batman and Robin Eternal. Uh,
1: So it's number five. And it was script and pencils by Patrick Leeson, inks by Mick Gray, colors by John Callas, and letters by Tom Napolitano. Um, Robin has been on this journey to get all these artifacts so that... What is supposed to happen?
0: He's trying to atone
1: for all that he's done.
0: Correct. Yeah, he's trying to atone for the year of blood in which he was spent, which he was sent uh, to these various places to steal these various artifacts, Uh, and he was told to do that by his his grandfather Razal Ghul. And in this issue, we find out why he was doing it, and it was. And it was actually in order to stop a rival family from uh, usurping the House of Al Ghul, and I never, I can't, I couldn't say the name. They said it at the, they said it in there, but I can't remember the name. But anyway, the 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 house, the, the head of that household, uh, resurrected Talia, and was going to use Talia to to go after Damien. But her being the mother couldn't go against, uh, couldn't kill her offspring pretty much, and so she was trying to save him Um, and so there's this big fight scene between the head of that household as he resurrects his family uh, on the island of of, of, of Island of Robins, because if you're reading the book, you know before, that before you know that there was a uh, Taya and Raza Ghoul, mostly Taya, was trying to um clone the perfect clone child Damien because they wanted to do clone him and he had all these d- different really transformed monsters, up, you know, monstrous clones that Damien freed and then released on this island for themselves. They don't wear clothes or anything like that, they're just kind of whatever. But there's a huge battle between all of Damien's clones and him versus these people. And Talia's there and everyone's there. And and it just sets in motion when you, when they finds out that even though he was set on this, the reason why he was able to do this was because it was, they needed to steal these artifacts of power from this house to stop them from usurping the house of, of Al Ghul, which was great. And I was like, okay, so there's a little bit more mystery to what's going on about what is happening. So, by Damien going back and putting all this stuff back, they were able to resurrect their power. So Damien was actually trying to atone for him sins, but he didn't know the actual big picture. So right. well, that's what I liked about it. I liked that twist. Artwork what is didn't fantastic. You like? What didn't I like? There wasn't really much I didn't like about this book. I liked I I liked what Taya was saying. I liked their their um, Taya and Damien's uh, play at each other. Uh, like he really has no respect for her and she's like you better respect me boy and stuff like that and then it's just it's just a really cool ragtag group of people that that that's in this book trying to do this i think this book has a specific direction it has a specific person uh uh purpose i don't know if it matters to anybody else it's, yeah but i seem a... to like it like it's it's really insular and in it's in its uh presentation like they're really you know uh, it's because it's being written by Gleason as well. Yeah, so, he's doing both the yeah, writing so and Yeah, so Gleason art. is just like, fuck everything else. I'm just going to tell my story. Like, you very rarely do you. S- I I can't remember the last time. Oh, Death Deathstroke was in it. I think that was just because they had to do it to appease somebody. Yeah. You know.
1: That was the that was the issue I had with that issue, is it but just felt it, so forced. No,
0: I didn't mind it. But this one, just there's a lo- there's there's a lot of shit going on, and you really had to read Batman and Robin to get some of it. Yes. But for the most part. Because I read it, I might have my mileage might have been much greater than other people who haven't read it. Really good book from my in my opinion. Really I
1: love the it. art. I loved his art.
0: But you love the art.
1: I loved his art when he was doing Green Lantern Core. And then when it was announced, you know, he's gonna be writing and drawing this, I thought, oh, Um I but he loved... definitely
0: did better than Tony Daniels. Oh, like I tried to read Tony God, Daniels Batman yes. and I just couldn't do it.
1: I agree hundred percent. You know,
0: though. so at least I I don't know, just something about I think least I think he like
1: he cares about this character oh he
0: definitely cares about robin for me he definitely cares about robin
1: for me the story of i just don't understand why nobody's in it like i understand about him killing his dad or her dad i just think that i don't you're right it is i read all those old books but for some reason this book just doesn't click and i want this book to click and I read it because I love the so art. So
0: interesting. It clicks me it clicks for me because of all the backstory.
1: Yeah. I just think it's too much. I think right now this book and especially with mom coming back, it's like Which we, I love. No, I no, don't get me wrong. T- t- I guess t- for uh, me it's I have if this is going to be Robin, son a Batman atoning for his sins, why does he need a sidekick in every issue? Why is she there? I let let's see that story.
0: Well, they've been, I think they've just been planting little bits of seeds about it because she's at some point she's going to kill him. They're going to have it out.
1: She hasn't learned that she can't kill him by all the shit that he just did in this issue. Nope. She seems to she's be. She's stupid.
0: Oh, hush. Anyway, we're going to to agree or disagree because I really like the book. And I, I like the book for the artist, I one, but you're not buying the story. No,
1: I love his art, though.
0: I enjoy it, too. There's
1: some gorgeous, co- like the panel yeah, work, the, the color layouts. layouts. Beautiful. Uh, this now, is,
0: this is for me, this is this is when the, the words and the art and the images are just going so great together, yeah. creating such a fantastic story. Now, now this, ones, on the other hand. <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin Eternal, uh, number four. This is a weekly book that's going on, and we're going to talk about this. We've been talking about this every week for, for a while well, now. Well, I think
1: it's important because DC, people need to review weekly books because... Can you maintain the quality of a weekly book? And the Geek Chat's going to let them know whether it is or not. Because when we used to do Geek Chat in the store and we'd all sit down, it's when 52 was coming out. What else? What was there? 52? Oh it was.
0: That was a while ago.
1: What were all those other weekly books? You're dating me. I don't know. But some of them were better than others. Now, this one, the first two issues, okay. Third issue. Now we're here on the fourth one. Do you think it's maintained its state of quality in fo- a month? Well,
0: it's a mystery. You know, it's a mystery that, in my opinion, the first issue they didn't really set the mystery nope. well enough, in my opinion. But whatever, I'm in for. I'm into it. I'm okay. into it. There's this mother character. Well, first
1: let's let's give who did all this. So, oh,
0: thank you, thank, thank you. So it's Batman and Robin Eternal. It's a weekly book, four dollars two ninety nine. Uh, writer is writers is Scott Snyder and James Tinian the fourth. was the story. The script was by Steve Orlando. Pencils were by Scott Eaton. Uh Eden, thank you. Uh Inks was by Wayne Falscher. Colors was by Gabe Elateb, and Letters was by Sadia Temofonte. (laughs) Good
1: job. I'm trying. We're trying.
0: Um but yeah, and this one, uh Bruce Wayne, amnesiac Bruce Wayne, gets Uh, saved from by uh Dick Grayson at a dinner party in which everyone is trying to kill him. I don't know if these are older versions of of mom of mom's children. I don't know, but they're all trying to kill him. Uh, but he doesn't know what's going on. Although I think he's sort of getting it because he he remembered uh, he remembered uh, when Dick came in for uh, and Grayson and they talked or whatever. I don't know, but there's people with axes and. And um, he's fighting everyone and everyone's fighting. And, and then the Robins from We Are Robin shows up, which means this is the book that's probably going to spin out into the Robin Wars or whatever. I don't know. And that's coming up next. Thinking about getting that, I'm not really sure because everything is tied in together. But anyway, the We Are Robin kids show up and then they help Bruce Wayne for whatever reason. I wonder, do they know who he is or whatever? I don't know. And then um, so Bruce Wayne, uh, Bruce Wayne gets out. And gets escapes. We are Robins fight, and then the uh Dick Grayson who's there, uh basically has to put all the Robins in their place. And it's just like you know, hey, you know, I was the original Robin, blah blah blah, respect me. So, and then Batgirl shows up, yay. And then uh there's a lot of shit happens in this book. You know, Blue, whatever her name, Nightingale, Nightingale, Nightbird, Nightbeard, whatever the Blue Bluebird, she goes away with Cassandra kane to do their thing. So something's gonna happen with them. Stephanie Brown gets blamed for letting them be loo. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit going on in this book. A lot of shit. Did they did they actually move the story along? A little bit only because of the spoiler at the end, which I'm not gonna tell you, but but um but yeah, there is something that happens at the end that kinda helps helps you kinda see what's going on. But I don't know. I don't know. what do you think? I mean, that was my summary of everything, but what do you think, Rich?
1: I think that Steve Orlando, from what I've read of his, with um Midnighter and Virgil. Great writer, from what I know. Um,
0: he just scripted it out, though. Yeah.
1: I have to say that...
0: Uh, I think it's really uh, James Tinian and Scott Snyder. I mean, it's their story. It's their I baby. hated this issue. What?
1: I was done with it, and I looked at Coogan. And I'm like, this is stupid.
0: Like, it just... <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, it was interesting. Shit happened. I know Charles probably liked it. Uh, just everything about
1: this felt forced it was just and so the art after coming off two pelletiers and then this art i was like oh some of the art in this was rough
0: it wasn't that bad
1: it wasn't bad i said it was rough i okay that's the the panel with batgirl i absolutely hated (laughs) i thought it was stupid and it was very just worse than cliched Hi, I'm gonna sit and pose, looking at you, the reader, on a prep table. Ugh, so stupid. I did not enjoy this. Don't care about this we are robin people. Do not give two shits about that. we all robin. Yeah,
0: I did not read that book either.
1: Um this bluebird
0: nightingale. I like Why are we I caring? Like, I like the interaction between those two girls though. I wanted to see what's gonna happen with them with Cassandra Kane. But mainly I really liked the Cassandra Gain Batgirl, so I'm like I'm in it for her. Yeah, me too. That's the only reason. But I actually like the Bluebird character. I'm like, I, I'm actually thinking about going and finding out what was going on with her in the past, and actually reading those those issues. I don't even know what book she was from Detective Batman, whatever. I don't know. But
1: I yeah. don't know. Just, I think number four was a hot mess for me. Okay. Hot mess.
0: And well, and on that note, and thank you guys for sticking with us. Hey, hey thanks. It's ended it on a on a sour note, but again, I it's actually not a sour note. It, but but uh, also we'll review five. Remember, uh, if you ever want to talk to us, come to the Facebook group. Uh, on uh, on Facebook, search the Geek Chat and say hello to Richie myself. We love you as always. Bye. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat.